to the Sunday morning worship service of the King's Edition Baptist Church. We trust that you will receive a blessing as you worship with us around the Word of God and that you'll tune in again next week at this same time when we will again be on the air. We do want to remind our radio audience that this is the time that we have our annual Bible conference. In fact, the Bible conference will begin this Friday, this coming Friday, the uh, 4th of April at 7 o'clock. The Bible conference will go Friday evening, Saturday all day, and Sunday uh, ending sometime in the afternoon. And we do invite everybody to come to our Bible conference. We invite you to come to our regular services. Our text for today is found in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we'll read verses 27 through 31. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 27 through 31. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the opportunity to worship and to serve Thee. May Thy will be done. Bless in this service. Bless Thy word. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 27 through 31. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healings, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret? The question is on each of these questions, not everybody has the same gifts and calling. But covet, and then verse 31 says, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. In other words, want the best and do what God has given you the ability and the desire to do. My text is, is written... Uh, verse 28 it says well verse 27 and and first part of 28 now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular and then the first part of 28 and God has set some in the church set some in the church the church my message is on the church, the Lord's church, the true church. It's called a New Testament church. And oftentimes we uh, believe it's called a Baptist church. Because John the Baptist prepared the material for the Lord to build up his church. There must be something about the church that distinguishes it from all other organizations. 
We have a lot of organizations in the world. Some call themselves churches, some call them other things. But they're organizations that are set apart by people for certain reasons. The Lord, when he was here on earth, gave us his church. He gave us, he started it, he called the apostles, organized them together, and gave us a place. The church, the church doesn't save. The church can't save. As far as that's concerned, as the pastor of the church, I can't save. I, I, do, I wouldn't want to. I wasn't able to save myself, so how could I save anybody else? Salvation is a gift of God, not, not, a, not something I can get, do. My job is to preach the gospel to the people. My job is to teach the people what, uh, what God leads us through his word, but it's not to save people. First time I was, while I was preaching, started preaching, first time I went someplace to hold a meeting, I came back, somebody said to me, how many people did you get saved? And when they asked me that question, it kind of took me by surprise. I stood there for a second, and then I said to them, I didn't save anybody. There were some people saved during the meeting, but I didn't save anybody. If I had saved them, they'd be lost. They'd still been lost. I can't save anybody. But I can teach what the Bible says and tell people about my Savior. And that's my job. My job is to tell what God says and trust Him. The Bible, the church is a special place. The building, we oftentimes say, well, I'm going to go over to church. Well, the building is not the church. The building is a building that has been set apart as a place to worship. That's why I've taught many, many times even if you're over there in the church house and it's not a time to worship, it still is a building that was set apart as the place where we worship God. And when we come into the building, and again I repeat, the building is not, is not the... Uh, not the special thing. It's been built for the purpose of the church meeting to get meeting here. We call it the church, but it isn't. It's a church house. The house where God's people and the church meets. But when we come into the house that's been set apart for it, even if nobody else is here but us, even if we... Um, uh, are here to do things uh, to work that needs to be done. It still must be kept in the in the realization 
this building was dedicated for the worship and the service of God. And nothing should be done other than just the purpose that it was here for, to give glory to God. I've said many times, we have a piano and an organ. The piano and the organ is for the purpose of playing music for, to give God glory. These, the piano and the organ that's here in this church is not to be used by anybody. I'm not talking about church time. I'm talking about times when we're not, not worshiping. But it's not to be used by anybody to play anything except music that gives God the glory. I've been to places before where before church started, people would play things on the piano or the organ that was not songs to praise God. That should not be allowed. That should not even be the desire of people. If you're playing on these instruments, these instruments are set here to give God the glory, and they're not to be used by anyone for any reason except to praise God. Any part of the church, any part of the building, the church house, even when you're here working, is to be used for the glory of God. I went to a, a Bible conference somewhere one time, and they had the kitchen and everything all as a part of the, the building, which I don't like. I, I don't like, I don't think the church house should have a kitchen in it. Fine, we, we, have a, we brought a trailer in, the kitchen is out there. It's not in the church house. And um, people were having a meal, and I saw people get their plate of food, then go into the sanctuary, the auditorium, where the church met and sat down and ate. That, that don't happen. That's the, the Lord's house is not things for that. This building was dedicated for the glory of God and for the service of God and must be used for that even when we're here working to do things to fix it up and clean it up. We must keep in mind we're in the house of God and things should be done properly. The church house is the place that God has given us to be in and to worship God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16 says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Now what 
uh, it's saying here is that we who are God's people, we are the temple of God. And the Spirit of God dwells in us. And we come for the purpose of worshiping God. We come into the place, we as the temple of God, come into the house that has been set apart as the house of God for the purpose of worshiping God. In Ephesians chapter 2, And verse uh, 20, through, 20 and 21, uh, let's begin with verse 19. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. The church, not the church building, the church, God's people that are joined together as a church, we're the church, and it, we're, we, when we are gathered together, it's called the temple of God. We're in the temple of God. Not the building, but the assembly are in the temple of God. The material that Jesus used was material that was prepared by God. People that were prepared by God for that purpose. Let's look, look at First Chronicles chapter 29. First Chronicles chapter 29 and verse 16. O Lord our God, all this door that we have prepared to build thee in house for thine holy name cometh of thine hand and is all thine own. David's talking about the preparation for the temple, for the house of God. The people that were prepared by God through the, the ministry of the people came together for the pur purpose of making it a house of God. John said in uh, Luke chapter 1, Luke chapter 1 and verse 17, it says, And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. It's talking about what John did. John went to prepare the people for the Lord. To prepare the people for the Lord. Mark 
said it like this, Mark chapter 1, and um, verse um, 2 and 3. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the Baptist was sent to prepare the material, the people, that the Lord would use to build his church. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 28 that we read a moment ago, God has set some in the church, first apostles, then the prophets, teachers, and so on and so forth. But he prepared the material for the church in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 and um, verses 21 and 22. Wherefore of these men which have accompanied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John unto that same day that he was taken up from us and must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. The people had to be prepared to be used. The church was founded on that material that God uh, uh, prepared for us. A true New Testament church must have some proper things. And that is it was started at the right time. I'm not talking about we start at 10 o'clock this morning. I'm not talking about the services that we have. I'm talking about when the church was started. It was started at the right time. When Jesus was here on earth. 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 12 and verse uh, 28. 1 Corinthians 12 and 28. God has set some in the church. First apostles. Secondarily prophets. God set them in the church. We need to remember that God takes, that he's in control. We, the King's Edition Baptist Church was established back in the 40s. Under the leadership of God, God's people met and started the church. The people that have been in the church that have served God down through the years were people that were called, saved by the grace of God, called for the work of serving God. We who are here today, 
saved by the grace of God and put in this building, this place, for a special service of God to give God the glory. That's what we're here for. To give God the glory. John chapter 17 and verse 4. John 17 and verse 4. says, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest to me to do. Jesus was praying to the Father and he said, I have come here for a purpose. I have finished the work that you gave me to do. He did what he was supposed to do. He finished the work. Finished the work that God gave him to do. Finished the work. He prepared, he started the church. He took the material. He finished the work that God sent him to do. In um, Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 25. Ephesians 5 and verse 25. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. We are saved. The Spirit of God is in us. And we are to walk in that spirit. We're to walk in the spirit of God to give glory and honor to God. We're here for that purpose to bring glory to God. That's why we meet. That's the purpose to give glory to God and to let people Rejoice in the things of God. A New Testament church then is one that was started at the right time. When Jesus came here, he came for the purpose of starting his church. It was started for that purpose in mind. We are here to give glory to God. We're here to praise God, to serve Him, to be a witness, to present the message of God, to uh, let people know that this is a church that is here to serve God, to give glory to God. We teach and study the Word of God. We meet to do things such as yesterday. We we met to clean up and and uh, get ready for the Bible conference. But even on work days, when we meet together as a church. 
We assemble together. We are the church of God. We come into the building to fix up the building so it would be clean and ready for the conference. But the building isn't the church. We are. And we're here assembled together to give glory to God. We come today for the purpose of worship. We came yesterday for the purpose of work. But whether we're here to work or worship, or whatever we're here for, we're here to give glory to God. We should always remember that and give glory to God whatever we do, whatever, whatever the purpose in, in our being here is. We are here to give glory to God. In Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 23. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. The Bible's using the marriage as an example here, but it's saying that Christ is the head of the church and he's the savior of the body the pastor is not the head of the church the pastor is the one that has been called by the church through the leadership of the Holy Spirit to serve as the pastor to preach the messages that God gives him to teach the people the things that need to be taught but the church is the body of Christ, not the pastor. Christ is the head of the church, not the pastor. The pastor is just a servant of God to preach the message. But he's no more a member of the church, no different from every other member of the church. We're all members by the grace of God saved by the grace of God, and joined together to serve God. That's the thing about the church. We are the church. The building is the house that we meet in. But you know, we can meet and be a church whether we're in this building or not. For the church is the people, the members, God's people. We are a part of the Lord's work. He saves. He puts us together. He organizes us for the purpose of giving God the glory. We meet here with one mission in mind. In the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. Acts, chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. 
And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times of the seasons, which the Father has put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Our job is to be a witness for him all over the world. If you notice when you come in over the door that we came into the sanctuary, on the other side it said, Enter to worship. On this side it says, Exit to serve. When we leave the God's house, the Lord's house, when we go out those doors, we are still servants of God. And we are to be a witness for him wherever we are in the world. We gather together here to worship. We leave here to serve. We are never out of being a child of God. We're a child of God wherever we are and whatever we do. We are there to serve God. When we leave the building and we close the doors and lock it, this is simply the the church house. But it's dedicated for the glory of God and it's not to be used for anything else, anything that would bring dishonor to God. It's to be used for the glory of God. We meet here as a place to worship, as a place to, to be here to serve God. We don't cease to be God's people when we go out. We go out to serve, to witness, not just by words, but by our life that people can see in us how that we are here to give glory to God. They can see Christ in us by our life. And that does not cease. Many people think, well, I have to, I have to put on my... Uh, I can't think of the way I wanted to explain it. Put on my righteous face because I'm going into the house of God. Our righteous face should be a part of our life. Not just while we're in the building, but while we're out in the world. We are to be here to worship God. We're to leave here as a servant of God giving God the glory in our life. And this is where many times we who are God's people fail. We are not the witness by our life that we ought to be. We should be so thankful for what God has done for us that we are his witness wherever we go. 
and whatever we do. Shall we stand to be dismissed? <laughs>